and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Bros Vegas Insider Edition. I am your host, Derek Randall, here with my co-host, Jack Novak. Jack, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. Happy Thanksgiving, Derek. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you. Got big plans for the day? Uh, no, we, uh, we are lounging and doing nothing right now. My family is downstairs watching the parade and I got to sneak out and do this instead, which is an upgrade in my book. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad this is an upgrade over the parade. (laughs) I myself am driving to Marion for a family's celebration, um, in nothing but Ohio cornfields. So Uh, it's a good place to be this time of year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so also, yesterday I heard you talking on the uh, uh, on the fantasy podcast, but uh, I just want to let you know I stand with you against stuffing. Not a fan. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> not a fan of stuffing. I got um, criticized by Mark on that one. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I but Thanksgiving food is mostly trash. Turkey is the it's garbage food. I can't believe that that's that's the thing that we celebrate. But yep, yep. But ugh. <laughs> I'm glad this conversation continued over to our, to our podcast because yes, I am not the biggest fan of Thanksgiving food. Um, it's it's hard to choose a a best among the worst, <laughs> but yeah. it has to be done. My favorite thing is green beans. That tells you how bad I think. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll have to uh, relay this over to Mark. (laughs) So, yeah, it took me a little while to get on this podcast today because there's so many interesting bets for today's games I had to stare down. End up going a little heavy. Oh, getting risky today? Yeah, more more quantity than uh, like quantity and the number of bets I'm doing rather than like putting a bunch on one. But yeah. There are a lot that I find interesting. Um, Jordan Howard, the rushing yards, we talked about that, over 59. I feel like that's pretty safe. Yeah, um, I agree. And Kenny Galladay catches under six and a half. He doesn't catch a lot of balls, so I don't even think he's gone over that more than two times this year. So I think that's kind of a crazy bet. But, yeah, definitely took the under on that one. And the Bears – despite the fact that they're backup quarterbacks in, they're not really getting a ton of um, favoritism, I guess, in, in games, game script today. So I think I took the over three points for the victory. I took them winning in the first quarter because I think they'll at least put up a field goal in the first quarter. Um, I also picked them as the team to score first. I mean, there, there were just a lot of good bets if – Yeah, you got to – yeah, you got a lot of those uh, those early early bets in too. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I have a tough time seeing the the Lions being able to do anything against this defense, and I feel like the Lions' defense is bad enough to where at least Chase Daniel can get down the field pretty quickly for an early score. Yeah, and if not Chase Daniel, I think that Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen can can handle that defense. Um, I agree. Even without getting into the passing game too much, I see this being a lot of dump and goes uh, by Chase. You're gonna, I think Trey Burton has a pretty good game, yep. and Tariq Cohen uh, benefits from it a lot as well. But yeah, I, I, I don't think that they're gonna have too hard of a time uh, 
really dominating that uh, Detroit defense. Agreed. And I like what you said about Burton because I did take the over on three and a half catches for him too. Yeah, I, li- I like that a lot. I think that's a great pick. You, you have a, a quarterback getting his, his first look this year. He's going to be staring down the middle of the field the whole time. It's going to be Burton. And if, and if when the middle of the field's not open, he's going to dump it to Tariq. So I, I think that's that's a good move for today. Totally. Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yeah, um, yeah and while we're talking about Thanksgiving games, so I did take the Redskins with the spread. Now, they did move to just seven, but plus seven against the Cowboys – I feel like is pretty good because Colt McCoy isn't all that different from Alex Smith and they've got a great defense. The Cowboys has honestly been pretty bad all year. Um, they've been better as of recently, but they haven't faced strong opponents. What's your take on this? I, uh, I love the Redskins in this one with the spread. Um, I think it's a great move and, um, I have to think that if this was if it was Alex Smith starting today, the Redskins would either be favorites or this would be pretty close to a pick 'em game. Um, but why, it, um, why it's up to seven when Colt McCoy is starting is mind-boggling to me because Colt McCoy is not a downgrade from Alex Smith. If anything, this year I think it's going to end up being an upgrade. Um, one of the things that made Alex Smith better than what he should be is Alex Smith has a decent running game. That's been a, a, a pretty decent staple in his career is escaping the pocket and picking up decent gains. He's not, he's not going for 40 yard rushes like Cam Newton or anything like that, but he was a guy who used his legs quite a bit. And we have not seen him do that with the Redskins this year. Um, and I think that that was a huge detriment to, to the offense there with Colt McCoy. We already saw him in his first appearance use his legs and the offense was able to mobilize and score still. So I think that this is a big upgrade. Um, and I really like the Redskins in this one. The Cowboys have been bad. Yes, they're getting a little bit better. I think Amari Cooper really helped that team. Um, they, they need someone to throw the ball to. Not having a, a guy like Jason Witten or Des Bryant there anymore. They – you know, they they have no identity in the passing game. There, there's no one who they could look to. I think now they have that, so they're a little bit better. But the Redskins' defense has been great all year, and I don't think the Cowboys are strong enough to to uh, take a seven-point victory over the Redskins. So I think it's a great bet. Yeah, I'm glad you agree. And I didn't look at the under on this, but I feel like that's a pretty safe one as well. And as, and going back to the Bears and Lions, I think the under is pretty safe there too. These just yes. seem like the two first Thanksgiving games of the day, I feel like are going to be super boring and low scoring and a lot of ground and pound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of these teams are, are have dominant running backs. Um, with the Lions, you have on Johnson out, so that um, – only makes a stronger case for the under in this one. Um, yeah, these are all run first offenses. I especially you got a quarterback down in Chicago. The running back is down for Detroit. Um, the quarterback's down for the Redskins, and there's virtually no passing game for the Cowboys. So yeah, I I, I think it's going to be pretty low scoring in both those games. Uh, it's forty three is the 
um, is the over-under for the Bears-Lions and 41 for the Redskins-Cowboys. I think both of those are probably pretty safe under picks. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I just think these first two games are going to be pretty boring. And then complete reversal when it comes to the night game when we've got the Saints and Falcons yep. in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome where Drew Brees absolutely thrives. Yep, yep. And, and Matt Ryan likes the Dome too. I, I think it's going to be high scoring. Yeah, I think that one's going to be a lot more entertaining. Um, as far as the spread in that, though, I'm not a fan of a 13-and-a-half-point favorite for the Saints. I feel like this game's going to be a little bit closer than that. It's 10 points pretty easily. But 13-and-a-half seems like too much to me. I agree. I think the Saints win this one, but 13-and-a-half is crazy, especially when you got to think the Falcons – season is riding on on this game tonight if they if they can pull off an upset they have a chance of grabbing a wild card spot still their offense is good enough to get them on a good winning streak um if they can get a win here um but so i think they're going to be playing hard and it's it, it's going to be pretty close i think the saints are, are, are too good to lose especially at home but um, I, I like this being a lot closer of a game than than the 13.5 point spread that they have. Um, Falcons are in do or die mode, and I I just I don't see them uh, losing by at least two touchdowns. Absolutely, and you put it you put it best. The Saints they're playing for that uh, number one seed in the NFC, which is important. But the Falcons they're playing for their entire season right now, which. Yep. And, and they've really lost some games they should not have lost recently. And these teams, regardless of record, they always come out and play each other tough. So giving one team a 13-and-a-half-point cushion just seems absurd to me. I, I completely agree. Um, I understand why like the line is that high, because the Saints have just been dominating everybody they play. But... Um, they don't have as much on the line this time. And the Falcons, they always make this game close. Matt Ryan's still – he's not at home, but he's in a dome. So, that that's good for him. Um, yeah, I like this being a, a much closer game. And it'll be actually exciting to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And I am pretty stoked about it. Um, yeah. So, so what – go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I'm stoked too because they're – those are my two fantasy quarterbacks, Drew Brees and Matt Ryan. So this is fun <laughs> for me. <laughs> You're setting up very nice. Yeah, I'm just gonna watch watch my point just skyrocket all night. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, what do you feel about these Sunday games? Where do you want to start with those? Um, all right. So uh, the first one I have uh, on the slot is uh, the Jaguars and the Bills. Um, Jaguars are three and a half point favorites away from home. Um, and the over under is 37 points. Um, I, you know, the Jaguars have looked pretty bad. They've looked quite terrible actually, but man, against the bills, only three and a half points. Uh, give me some Jaguars here. There's no way that, that they win by less than a field goal in my mind. I don't know. It, I don't think where, where they play matters. Um, 
Jaguars are going to beat the crap out of them still. This could be a shutout, too. The Bills might not score. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I agree with you. Pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. So, a little bit scared um, of, but man, only three points. That's, that's another insane line to me. I really think that they did home at least seven. Yeah, I agree. Especially with Leonard Fournette back, he's looked great. I, I didn't think he was going to come back looking nearly as good as he has been. So, um, as long as he can stay healthy through this game, I think that they win it pretty pretty handedly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And what is the, uh, what is the over-under in that one? It's only 37. So, yeah, okay. I can still see it being under, but it's it's pretty low to bet confidently on that one. Yeah, that's not one to feel safe about. Yeah. Yeah, not one I, I, I feel very safe about. But um, And then uh, the next game we have um, is the Raiders and the Ravens in Baltimore. So the Ravens, Ravens are 10.5-point favorites at home with the over-under at 43. We had a yeah. point. <laughs> terrible. Um, I don't think the Ravens are very good, no, but not. man, I can that I wouldn't want to touch. I could see it going either way. I think it's a seven to ten point victory for the Ravens. That I'm not so sure about. Yeah, I honestly, I, I think it could be even less than a touchdown. Um, the Ravens are a one-trick pony now on offense with Lamar Jackson in. Um, he's scared to throw the ball further than five yards down the field. So, as bad as the Raiders are, th- there's only so much the Ravens' offense is going to be capable of putting up. So, I think the Raiders are going to stumble into the end zone at least once. And I, I don't think the Ravens are capable of putting up enough points to have a 10.5-point uh, margin in their favor. Um it doesn't really make make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, you know, last week we loved that that bet with the Bengals um, being plus six away from home at the Ravens, and I think this is one you gotta like just as much. Um, I, I mean, if you think about how bad the Bengals' defense is, and they only gave up, and I say only, but they only gave up twenty four points. Um, the Raiders' defense is pretty comparable, in my opinion. Um, and I just don't think there's any way you get more than ten and a half points on them in this matchup. So, so yeah, um, I, I like the Raiders in this one, but it's a pretty, pretty ugly game. Not one that I really care to watch. Um, Lamar Jackson was surprisingly, <laughs> Lamar Jackson was surprisingly not fun to watch last week. And watching the Raiders is watching a train wreck. And it's you know, it's only fun if you like the misery of seeing uh, Gruden's face every time Derek Carr throws an interception. So, um, <laughs> that's, that's about the only thing. That can't be pretty watching. entertaining. Yeah, 
yeah, watching his face is pretty funny, but that's the the most entertaining part about watching the Raiders play football. So, <laughs> um, moving on to the next to the next game, we got the San Francisco 49ers away in Tampa Bay, and the Buccaneers are three point favorites with a very high over under at fifty four points. Hey, Jack, I am uh, yeah. I'm losing you here. I'm sorry. Did, did you hear uh, the last line that I read? No, I did not. Okay, I'll, I'll read it again. So it's uh, the San Francisco 49ers away from home in Tampa Bay where the Buccaneers are three-point favorites and the over-under is 54. It's pretty high over-under. Um, yeah, for Nick Mullins and Jameis Winston in his first week back as a starter. Yeah, this is another one I don't want to touch. Um, I could see it going either way, really. I could see this being like that game the, the Bucks played against the Redskins, where I think the final score was like 13-0 or 13-6 to or something like that. Yeah. I could see it going that way, or I could see this being 42-35, to you know, something nuts. It's just one of those that I don't think I want to touch. What about you? Um, personally, I, I think it's going to be, I, I like the under in this game. I don't really like the line in this one. Um, cause you never know what Jameis Winston's going to play. And we only have, we have too small of a sample size from Nick Mullins to, I think, confidently gauge how he's going to perform against a, what is a, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Um, or what the play calling is going to be if they are ending up playing ahead. This is this is a weird game for me to bet um, to to feel comfortable uh, picking either team with only a three point spread, but I do like the under in this game. I just I don't think in in Jameis's first game back he is gonna be able to put up enough, um, and I, I I don't think the the 49ers offense is is good enough or that the play calling will be fast paced enough to where the fifty four point spread gets cleared or 54 point over under. I mean, um, I, I like the under in this one, but um, who wins it, it, it? I think that's a tough one to pick. Um, this is one where I think if, if you're looking for um, an upset pick, this is um, that's not a bad one to pick the 49ers in just because of how bad the Buccaneers are. Um, and the 49ers momentum, I think is, is, you know, it's increasing. I think they are a little more excited with, um, you know, Nick Mullins as the quarterback. So maybe if you're looking for an upset pick, this is one that you look to. Um, also, the, uh, just to reiterate, I like the, I, I think the Redskins is another good upset pick for, for just a straight win today. But um, to, to stay focused on, on this one, if, if you're looking for an upset, it's plus 150. It's not the best payout but um, I, I really think this game is pretty much a toss-up I agree yeah and if if I would take anything I would take the the, the underdog here just because you're given a, a few points yeah um, whenever it's a toss-up like this I feel it's safer to just pick the team that has more points you know what I mean like if you're given a handicap and you have no idea who the winner is likely to be just take the handicap yeah um, but in this case, I this is another one I would stick away from. 
but I could easily see the 49ers pulling out a win. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to touch this one either. Um, if if it was plus 200, I might bet on the 49ers to get the win, but probably not in this case. 150 is just, yeah, not quite worth it. Yeah, yep, I like where you're thinking there. Um, and then next we got the Giants and uh, the Eagles. Um, the NFC, the other two NFC powerhouses. Um, man. Uh, so the Eagles are five and a half point favorites and the over-unders at 47. I mean, that division is just so bad. Like, I'm normally the NFC East rivalry games are pretty fun to watch, but I gotta say, I we talked about the Redskins Cowboys game. It's going to, I think, be pretty uneventful, and I think this game is too. I, I don't see much happening. Um, the only thing that might happen is maybe Carson Wentz recovers from what has probably been his worst performance since being in the NFL. Um, and against one of the worst pass defenses, maybe he comes back and just throttles them to show that he's not, that he, you know, he still is an MVP caliber quarterback. But I haven't seen it this year, so <laughs> I don't know. This is a game I really don't want any part of either. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I don't think he's an MVP caliber quarterback. I think he showed that pretty clearly last week against the Saints. Um, yeah, and I don't think they've got – I don't know. I, I don't think the seven and a half points. You said seven it's, and a half, it's correct? five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. Mm. Well, the, the difference maker for me here is the Giants have sold off their defense. They trade a bunch of players, and the biggest one of those names being Snacks Harrison, their defensive tackle who's a major run stopper. Yeah. I, I feel like this game completely relies on Josh Adams, the running back for the Eagles. Yeah, I thought that's and if he can beat him up on the ground – I think they've got it. Yeah. I, I, you know, two weeks ago, if you would have showed me this line, I would have said, oh, I'm betting my house on the Eagles, no doubt about it. But, um, God, they, they, they all look bad. I thought the NFC East, um, the Eagles were going to come back and they were going to find themselves and end up winning it pretty handedly. But I don't know anymore. I think that the Redskins might just have it based on how like no one else can get, can get a win. All of the NFC East games are 50 fifties. And then there's no one who any of them can beat outside of their own division. So exactly. <laughs> like, what, I, I don't know if it, two weeks ago, I would have said, take the Eagles, no doubt about it. And I, I guess if I had to bet on this game, I would take the Eagles to clear the spread, but not based on what I've seen the Eagles do, but based on what I know that they should be able to do. Um, I, I don't know, though. This, it's not one I want to touch. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And the thing, too, is the Giants somehow are not out of the playoff hunt for that division yeah. crown. And if the Redskins lose today to the Cowboys, they can position themselves pretty well to be right back in that race. Um, because if they beat the Eagles, that's just – that's rising another game on two of their division opponents. So, 
they they're in must win mode as well, uh, especially for Eli's sake. And yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I just think I think it's a toss up too. I don't know how good I'd feel about betting on that one. Part of me just feels like Carson Wentz has to bounce back. Like he's not a bad quarterback. We know he's not a bad quarterback. But what we've seen so far is him being bad. Maybe maybe throwing under 200 yards against what should be one of the worst passing defenses in the NFL was enough to light a fire under him, and he ends up doing what he should be able to do. They have Their receiving core has only gotten stronger. He has Zach Ertz, and uh, I, I don't know, like – Everything tells me that the Eagles should win this game by three touchdowns. Like, it shouldn't even be close uh, based on the talent of the team. And their defense should be so much better than it is, too. But um, we haven't seen it so far, so it's tough to it's tough to make the bet. But I guess I, I don't know. I like the Eagles. I don't know why. I don't like anybody in that division, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's move on yeah, from that one. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so next we got uh, uh, we got the Browns and the Bengals in Cincinnati. Uh, the Bengals are three point favorites. Yep, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I yeah they they have somehow managed to put themselves like they like in must win mode where they were sitting pretty well in the division. They've just fallen Dominating apart. Dominating the division. And, and yeah. now pissed it all away. Not, right. Completely dominating. And then now have faced a couple of tough opponents and fallen by the wayside. But they're getting A.J. Green back. Uh, it's the Browns. <laughs> Maybe. But even without yeah. him, I, I don't I, think it matters. I, I think they win it handily either way. I don't know. I, I think it does matter, but I feel almost 100% certain he's going to play. He he knows that if they lose this week, their season is probably yeah. over. And when that happens, you've got a star caliber player that can be a huge difference maker like A.J. Green. He will force himself into that lineup. Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to end up playing too, but I don't know. I also see could see him re-aggravating his injury and and – Subsequently, sitting out going forward, he always aggravates his toe injuries. Like that's just a, a... and he always misses a couple games, tries to come back too soon, misses a couple more games. I don't know. It's kind of been a staple of his career. But yeah, you're probably right that he does end up playing because they're in must-win mode. Yeah, Um, and if if the coach was Sean Payton, this would be a little bit different because. Sean Payton has a great track record. He is doing fantastic with his team um, and has been – doesn't have to worry about his job. On the other hand, this isn't Sean Payton. This is Marvin Lewis who cannot falter yet again. He has to win this year or he's fired. So when you have a- – well, No, he got fired last year and he just got his job back and nothing matters for him. He's Oh, it's so – Yeah, I, I- – the Bengals organization is so stupid. Very stupid. Yeah. And they he needs to win, and he knows he needs A.J. Green to win. So I think he plays, and I think they cover the spread. Yeah, I agree. I I, I think they cover the spread pretty handedly. They're, they're in must-win mode, and it's going to happen. Um, 
Over under is 47 and a half. I see um, over. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, both their defenses are terrible, and their offenses are pretty strong. Um, I, I like the over in it, but, um, yeah, I I like uh, I like the Bengals to clear the spread a lot more. I think that's a much safer bet. Yes, definitely. I, I have this feeling like this is going to be a 21-28 victory by the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see it even being higher scoring. Like, th- this could be, like, the days of old when it was, like, Brandon Whedon against Carson Palmer, <laughs> and it was just a stupid game that would end up, like, 42-35, to 35, but just terrible play. <laughs> I could see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we're on the same page here. We're, we're seeing the over, and we're seeing the, the spread covered by the Bengals. Definitely. Uh, so next game we got uh, the Patriots in New York playing the Jets. Um, the Patriots are ten and a half point favorites. The over under is forty six. Okay, so they'll definitely cover that spread. I feel, um, but I don't like the over under just because I feel like the Patriots will have to do it all on their own. Man, I, I haven't even I haven't looked at this game hard enough, but I just feel like the Patriots are playing down to everybody that they play. Like they're, they have not looked like, like the Patriots. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're not very good this year. I mean, the, the, no, they're not. They're really not that good this year. Um, I mean, but on the other hand, the jets are terrible and they've always been terrible and will, will remain terrible. <laughs> um, they have Josh McCown starting again, but I, I don't know if it matters who, who the quarterback is there. I, I think their team is just just dreadful. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's I, This one's tough for me to pick the, with the 10.5-point spread. I'm just – I'm not impressed by what we've seen from the Patriots this year. Every every game, they, they play down to their opponent every single game. Like, even against the Bills, the Bills – what was it? Were they tied at halftime? Um like they just look bad. They 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 can't win a convincing game. Um, they'll win their division by default, essentially, but um, just like they do every year. But <laughs> yeah, people aren't talking about it. But Tom Brady, he's dropping off. Um, he threw that in their last game that was televised. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. He threw that hail mary it, right before the half, and it was from forty five from the forty five yard line. He yeah. didn't get it past the ten yard line, and nope. It's not like he was like his like he didn't have time, and the receivers were at the third or at the ten. They were in the end zone, and he completely underthrew it. Um, he he looked like Peyton Manning to me right there when Peyton really dropped off. And people aren't going to talk about it until we see it a couple times in a row, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. And and until we see it in the playoffs, right, right. If you're invested in Tom Brady, you jump ship fast. Absolutely, yeah. Now, I just, I have a hard time with, with this with this matchup. Um, I I honestly I think I take the Jets. Wow. Uh, with, the, with the spread, um, but with low confidence, this is there. There's some interesting games this week. Something about these uh, division. Now, now that we're in a time where there's so many division games, um, they can just be tough to pick. These ones. Um, I don't know. I, I've 
the Patriots just can't convince me that they can that they're capable of of dominating a game like they should. Um, so I'm not going to bet on this, but if I had to, I'd take the Jets, I guess. Yeah, I I also will not be betting on this game. Um, but if I had to, I would actually take Patriots for the spread just because the Jets are so bad. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I absolutely understand. Well, let's move on from from this game. And this one, I think, is much more interesting and worth, uh, worth talking about. So next we have the Seahawks in Carolina. Um, the Seahawks are three-point underdogs, and the over-under is 47-and-a-half. Okay. The Carolina Panthers have really let me down recently. Um, yeah. The last – Yeah, they're – they're looking worse every week. Yeah, which is crazy because they were like in prime position to leap over the Saints at some point when they play them again and surpass them in that division. And now I don't think there's a damn chance that's happening. No, absolutely not. The Saints, yeah, there's no way the Saints have more than three losses by the end of the year. Right. Um, yeah, so I don't feel comfortable betting on them. The Seahawks, they are such – also let me down. <laughs> yeah, they're such a bad team, but they keep they keep managing to eke out these wins that they shouldn't be getting. Like it's yeah. infuriating because I can't stand the Seahawks, but they keep sneaking out victories in like these situations where they should not be. Um, and a lot of that too is the twelfth man is a real thing in Seattle, and. It's not the fans. It's the refs. The refs are the 12th man there. They get all these ridiculous calls in their favor when they're at home. And the NFL doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, Doug Baldwin gets a lot of pass interference calls. A lot of pass interference. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of holding calls neglected to be called. I mean, it's crazy what happens in Seattle. Um, and nothing's done about it. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit. But I don't know. Are they, are they playing at home or are they playing in Carolina? It's in Carolina. Okay, so 12th man out of the picture. I don't touch this one. This is a true toss-up. Um, the Carolina secondary looks worse and worse every week. So I'm, I'm not taking a piece of this one. Yeah, so um, this I, – I, I agree. I really think this is a toss-up. But what I do like about this, again, it goes to the upset picks. Um, to, to win the game, uh, the Seahawks – it, it's a it, it'd be plus 155 um so this is one i would th- i would throw money behind them for the win um just because i think it's gonna be really close one way or the other and um the the, the panthers are are falling off while the seahawks are really maintaining a pretty steady course um so i i like it, it, i like that bet because of the plus 155 odds but um I wouldn't bet the line in this one um, uh, for either either side. Th- this is one where, if you're looking for an upset pick, this is one that you should think about um, for a decent payout. That's that's the only. Thing I like I that. I like game. that call. Um, if you're looking for a decent payout, this is the one. Yeah. Um, so that does it for the one o'clock games. We got three in the four o'clock rounds. Um, we got uh, first. We got the Dolphins in Indy. Uh, the Colts are eight-point favorites with wow. point that Both of those numbers are very high. Um, eight-point favorites. I agree. I mean, they've been beating the crap out of everybody, 
and they're a lot better than their record. I think yeah. they're what are they four and three or no? They can't be four and three. What are they now? No, no, they're uh, six and four. No, that's not right either. No, that might be right. Man, yeah, right. they've they've really stepped up their game. I think they're the best team in that division. They just started so poorly that now they've got ground to make up. Um, but. Yeah, I, I agree. I could see them covering the eight points. That's that's not something I would want to touch. And the over-under, that's really high for a Miami team that struggles to put up points. Um, five, five and five. five. Okay. Five and five. So, for a team that yeah. struggles to put up points, that means you're – basically, you want the Colts to score 40 points. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know yeah, if I yeah. see that happening. And their defense, too, isn't as bad as what people think it is. Darius Leonard, their line, their rookie linebacker, he is um, quietly the best linebacker in the NFL. Um, he leads the league in tackles. And just the last game, and he, this is the third game he's done this. Last game, he had over five tackles. He had a forced fumble, and he had an interception, and he had a sack. That's the third time he's done that. That's impressive. Like, those are Khalil Mack numbers, and he's not getting Yeah, no, the, the Colts defense is not that bad. Um, at least not not where it was at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year is pretty bad, but they've steadily been getting better. And their offense is pretty dominant. Um, yeah, it, an eight-point spread feels like a lot to cover, especially when all of their most recent games have been within a field goal. Um, so it's a big jump, but the Colts offense really has been dominant, and I agree. They're the best team in that division, and they're playing two games behind. Uh, the Texans. So I think that they're, um, you know, they're in a spot where they need to keep winning and they need to keep winning by pretty large margins. So um, I'm probably not going to bet the line in this one, um, but I would, I, but I would say if your gut is telling you to take the Colts in this one, I think that's the right, um, that's, that's the right bet to take. Um, they're a convincing team at this point. They, they look like, like they did uh, a couple years ago. And uh, I, so I like that bet, but um, I, what I really like is the under 51. The Dolphins offense is just so terrible. Um, I, I don't think there's any way that it gets, it gets to 51. It, I agree. It's way too high. Um, once again, I don't feel safe doing it, but if I was to choose one, it would be the under. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I feel pretty strong about that one. Um, I feel pretty pretty confident in the under fifty one there. Um, that, that's that's actually one of my ten picks. So um, not to <laughs> give you too much of a sneak peek, but that that that's one I'm I'm definitely gonna take. take All right, one. well let's jump to uh, to the next one here. Yeah, so we got uh, next we got the Cardinals in Los Angeles playing the Super Chargers. Thirteen point favorites for the Chargers. Over under is forty four and a half. I most of this year I have felt very confident in the Chargers and them covering whatever spread they've been handed. But man, they I don't know what it is, but they sold away these giant leads at the end of the game and the other team get within range yeah. of winning. And I think they did to the Broncos last week and lost, which is insane to me. So there's no way I'm taking them with a 13 point spread. Yeah, I 
Man, there there are a lot of games this week that I really just don't feel very confident about, and this is one of them too. Yeah, I don't – like 13 points is just – it's such a big spread to feel comfortable taking one way or the other when the other team is the Arizona Cardinals. In tonight's game with the Falcons uh, being 13-and-a-half-point underdogs, I like it because I know that that offense right. can put up points. But I just – the Cardinals are very uninspiring – and I mean, especially when the line is 44 and a half points, they're saying that it's going to be a 35 to 10 game or, or like right. something in that, in that range. Um, I, I don't know. This isn't a game I want to touch. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we've said that a lot, but I, I feel um, pretty good about the under in this game I, because I think, I don't know. The eh, points, kind points, of. Though. And the Cardinals defense isn't bad. I, uh, I could see the Cardinals with 14 points and the Chargers with like 27. Which should be one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear you. I just, I it's know. too close it's to, not one to take. Yeah. Put any money on. Yeah. Yeah, man. These ones, they, this has really been a tough yeah. week to look at so far. But I think that this next one, I don't know. I think this is one that we'll both uh, probably feel pretty confident about. So, uh, but I'll be interested to hear your thoughts. So the next one, we got the Steelers in Denver and the Steelers are three and a half point favorites with a Wow. They're only three and a half. That's safe. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This one, I. I Yeah. Jump on that one while it lasts, because I guarantee that changes before Sunday. Yeah, I, I can't imagine this one stays. This is one of the first ones that I wrote down uh, for for my picks. I love, I, I love <laughs> only three and a half points against the Broncos is uh, very nice. Yes, uh, I, I will like be that taking lot. that. Um, and in that over under, I'm not taking anything there because that that seems too close to me. Um, so I'll, I'll stick with the Steelers with the spread there. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll, I'll take it with the spread for sure. If I had to pick one, I'd take the over in this game. But, um, but I'm I'm only gonna bet this on the Steelers in this one, and I'm gonna bet pretty heavy. On this one. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> All right. So what's what have we got next? So Sunday night football, we got the Barn. Packers in Minnesota. The Packers are three point under. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings with the spread. Yeah. We've we talk about this every week, and uh, nothing changes. Mike McCarthy is one of the worst coaches in the NFL right now. He has what could be the the both the best quarterback and one of the best running backs in the NFL, and they can't win a fucking game. It's insane. Um, it, it it's absolutely mind blowing. Mike McCarthy is one of the worst play callers. Actually, no, he is the worst <laughs> play call- caller in the NFL. Um, it, it it's mind blowing. Last week, when it they have fourth and two with just under three minutes left, and they fucking punt the ball from the forty yard line, you have to go for it. Like he he is just pissing a great team down the drain. Um, and uh, we talked about this earlier. Um, but yeah, no, no, he's on the hot days. seat. There are reports that uh that state that from inside sources and 
that should be no surprise to anybody that watches the Packers games. He's terrible. He ruins the games for them. Yep. This agreed. The agreed. If he end. doesn't, if he doesn't run the ball heavy um, in this game, which also it's hard to run heavy when you're facing a uh, Vikings defensive line, but I really think that's where they have to go. Um, then his job is probably in jeopardy. But I think the Vikings win this handedly. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Based on everything that we've seen from, from the Packers, I have zero faith in them it, it, making this a close game. The Vikings are a good team who are fighting to win a division, and the Packers are fighting for nothing. They they right. look like they don't give a shit. Um, the, the best part about watching them play is to watch Aaron Jones, who I talk about him every week. I love the dude. He's insane. Um, he's He's my favorite player on my fantasy team just because of how much people continue to sit on him. And then we finally are continuing to see what he's capable of. He's so fun to watch and he's, he's capable of so many things. So I love watching him play, but I am sad for him that he has Mike McCarthy as a play caller who doesn't want to give him the fucking ball, quite frankly. Um, but, uh, yeah, Vikings won this one handedly, and if the Packers know what's good for them, they'll find yes, McCarthy. I totally agree. Um, yeah, so let's go. Um, yeah, so let's go to let's go to Monday night. Um, and uh, this this I think is a is a, an interesting game with an interesting uh, spread. Uh, it's the Titans and the Texans in Houston, and the Texans are six and a half point favorites. Um, me personally, I like the Titans to cover the spread here. The Texans have been on a hot streak. They've won seven straight. They've not had a a challenging schedule by any means. Um, but, and, and and that's why I, I don't think that, that, uh, they win this one by a big margin. They haven't been winning games handedly and I don't think it starts against uh Titans who have a very solid defense um and even though their offense is you know pretty trashy um I I don't like I I don't like this to be uh, much of a blowout and I think this is where you see the Colts making some ground Colts and the Titans actually uh, making some ground on the Texans because they should not be two games ahead in that division. I hope, man. I, I like the Colts quite a bit, so I hope that they can gain ground. Um, but, man, that Texans defense is really shored up. They are getting players back um, on defense from injured reserve. I This is one of those I do not feel comfortable with. Um, I, I like the under on the total in this game, which is sitting at what again, Jack? I like the under. 40. I really think this is low scoring. I think this could be a 14-17 game pretty easily. That's yeah, I that's exactly what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be 17-14. Um I think the Texans probably edge them out, but um I wouldn't be surprised if this one flipped the other way too. Um another I think I, I think this is another good underdog pick. Um at at plus 230, wow. the Titans have have been taking down teams with good records. Um I I I think that this is this is one you you might want to look at for for an underdog pick, um, depending on how your your week has gone, your weekend uh, right <laughs> going. Um, yeah, so 
um, that, just something to think about at plus 230. I think that this is one that really could go either way. It's a lot closer than the line yeah, looks. I like that. Any. All right, Jack, give me your 10. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, uh, first, I got, um, we'll start with the Thursday night games. And I have, uh, I have the Bears to clear their three point spread. I got the, Redskins to clear uh, or the Redskins with a seven point spread. Um, but I also at plus 275, this is one that I'm going to put a couple couple bucks on I like for the Redskins to win. Um, I, 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 with with that high of, of odds, man, that's the Cowboys aren't that good. <laughs> so I, I like that uh, for an underdog pick. Um, and then uh, wrapping it out, I got uh, I got the Falcons with uh, 13 and a half points. And, uh, yeah, that, that's what I got for, for the Thursday games. Yeah, so I'm going to come right back at you there because I will take the Bears with their three-point spread. I will take the under in the Cowboys-Redskins game. And I'm going to take the Falcons with a 13.5-point handicap. Nice. And you know what? I'm going to – I'm actually – I'm going to take the under in the Bears-Lions Yeah. Game. You know what? <laughs> you said it, and I forgot it. I already took that <laughs> that mark online, uh, so I too okay. am gonna gonna keep to that. I took that. I took the under on the first half. I took the under on the total game. Like I am all about the under in that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a good bet for this one. So, uh, yeah, and then you have the Bears clearing the spread too. So I just want to get them all written down. Um, all right, I got him. So then, uh, moving on to Sunday, um, I got the uh, I got the Jaguars with the, uh, covering the three and a half point spread. I got the Bengals covering the three point spread. I got the Steelers covering a three and a half point spread. Uh, I got the Vikings. Did I just say that I have the Vikings? You have not said that. Okay, well I got the Vikings beating the Packers. Okay. <laughs> Um, I got under 54 in uh, the Buccaneers okay. game. I got under 51 for the Colts game. And uh, that's 10. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have very similar bets this week. I So I've already got four. I like the under – or the under. What am I talking about? Or Yeah, I like the under in the Jags-Bills game. Um. I like the Steelers with the spread and the Bengals with the spread. Um, and while I'm at it, I'm taking the Vikings with the spread. And I like the under in the Houston-Tennessee game. And what is the over-under in the Vikings-Packers? Uh, the over-under for the Vikings-Packers is – I like the under in that as well. Yeah, I do. I, I really think the Vikings defense, they've gotten better every week. Um, somehow the Bears, with their trickery, scored on them uh, last time. But I don't see the Packers doing that. And normally this is a shootout. I just have this weird feeling that this is going to be one of those, like everybody gets pumped for a big Sunday night showdown, and it's like Vikings win 35-7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I – I think the Packers are going to get stomped. Um, they shouldn't. Their team is much better 
Um, but they have a better Absolutely. team than the Vikings. Um, the, the Vikings are more well-rounded, but the Packers' offense is like it, it should be putting up numbers. It should be to every week. Um, but but they can't, and it's because of Mike McCarthy. So yeah, he should get fired. <laughs> every week we talk about how bad he is, and uh, right, it's worse. So and he doesn't want to win. Like last week, just really solidified that to me. Is like. The guy doesn't care about about winning anymore. When you're punting the ball, and it, it, especially with the way the league is working right now, you're punting the ball with three minutes left, and, and you're losing, and you have one timeout. Like you, you that should have been sign enough to fire him as soon as he made that call. Absolutely he fired on the spot. But um, yeah, so yeah, we we had a lot of the same picks. I think they're they're good. Um, it's good that we do because. There are a lot of games that I don't feel very confident about, but the ones that we have decided, um, I'm, I feel pretty good about. This is this is one where you got um, some toss ups, uh, but then there are a couple that are really, um, I think, really easy picks, um, and I think we identified we we both identified them. So that's that, that's a good right. sign for us. Uh, I, I think I think we're we're gonna have a have a big week. Uh, for payouts, um, we're not going to be making a lot of bets in these games, but I think we can bet pretty I confidently agree. on them. Um, but then the one thing I want to do really quick is just to remind everyone what our standings are, okay. Derek. Um, right, we can do that at the beginning. Um, but I finally passed you, um, and we didn't we didn't have the show last week. Um, I won't go over our picks because it's almost time for the first game to start, and uh. I want to go watch that, but, um, but I have officially taken the lead on you and I'm up, uh, I'm up two. So I am at, um, let me see. I'm at eight and I'm at, uh, 14 out of 30 and you're at 12 out of 30. So you had two rough weeks, but, um, I think this is one where we bounce back for sure. I think we both have a good week. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I, I hope we uh, bounce back because being under 500 doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, no, we're both, we're both at uh, just under 500. It's pretty close, but um, I, I've gotten, I, I've never gotten less than four, uh, right, <laughs> but, um, I, but never more than six. So I've, I've been consistently <laughs> mediocre and you've had extremes. Like you've got seven right the first week and then, uh, two the next two, or that's not right. Yeah, two and yeah, three. Yeah, it's been rough. <laughs> but, um, but I, I think we're gonna, um, I think we're really gonna bounce back and and have a good have a good week this time. I'm feeling pretty confident about it. Um, and I love these Thanksgiving games. This is gonna be it's a fun week. Thanksgiving Day football is one of the best best days of the year. Um, so I hope that you enjoy watching it with uh, your friends and family. Um, and I yeah, do the same. same to you, man. And same to all of our listeners. I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving and, um, this is a... enjoy, enjoy that. that crap. Crap. <laughs> yeah, right. And this is a peace out from the fantasy football bros, Vegas insider edition.